Hey guys, it's Keith. And this is Jesse. And this is New Player Has Joined. A podcast about the video games that people love and why they love them. And today, it's just us. It's me and Keith again. I'm so sorry. <laughs> for another installment of our before and after episode. And we've got my game this time. Jesse, what game are we talking about today? We're talking about the wonderful exploratory and kind of sad game, kind Night of, in the Woods. Kind of. Listen, Night in the Woods is an awesome indie game that came out just last year. And everybody should play it because it's about real world stuff but you happen to play as a kitty cat who dresses like a person and acts like a person and walks like a person this is Jesse's favorite game. I didn't, it's not my favorite. <laughs> don't don't label each one with favorite. It's one of Jesse's uh, games that he'd recommend to people. I would say it's one of my top games of 2017. There it is. It's a great game. And we have fun. We have fun? We have fun. We have fun. Sure, it might be a slightly sad game, yeah. but we have fun. No, we have fun, guys. There's nothing that can't be made fun. I mean, uh, economic downturns in small towns. Yeah. That can be made fun. Kitty cats, but they're people. Yeah, that's fun. That's fun. That's fun. This episode is depressing. No, it's not. It's fun. This is New Players Joy. No. Finished Nino Kuni. No, because we have to do an episode about that game. <laughs> so you don't I, want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it now. Gotcha. I want to talk about I, who are we going to find? Here's a, this is the <clears> issue, guys, with our show, is we have to find people to talk about games we want to talk about. That's true. And it's hard to do that because I don't know if very many people are probably going to be playing Nino Kuni. That's true. But and they should be. They should be playing Nino Kuni. It's like something that I want to hold off on talking to somebody with because I guarantee there's probably some hugely famous person who's like, no, it's my game. I, I have so many games. I'm I'm at a point playing games right now that I'm like, I, I'm, I've been playing Persona 5, I need to right. take a little break from it. I was playing Celeste, I even need to take a little break from that. And so I start dipping into older games that I right. haven't played in a while. What you think? What you playing? I mean, I always go back to Bastion. Always? I constantly go back to Bastion. Is it that good? Yes! I see you play it and I get it, but I like, you love it. You love Bastion. It's a terrific game. Yeah. Uh, the story is awesome. The music is beautiful. The gameplay is smooth and incredible. The way they tell the story... Yeah. Is new, yeah. At least for like the video games I've played, Bastion. If you haven't played it, is a video game where you're a character who wakes up basically after an apocalypse, and the Earth shoots up to meet his feet as he walks, and it's narrated the entire time to tell you what's going on. And it's also an interactive narration. So if you do certain things, the narrator will say, "Will like he'll comment on what you're doing within the game itself." <laughs> yeah, it's like that's stupid. And sometimes, well, sometimes it's just like. You know, you get a weapon, and and he'll be like, he needed to get over to the docks to like meet with this person, and then you start smashing stuff, and he'll be like, but first he's got to try out that new hammer. His. <laughs> he'll just say that That's stuff. That's cool. And the story's the story's great. Uh, it's got a couple different endings, and they're they're all emotionally affecting. And I listen to the music for it sometimes when I'm writing or just hanging out because it's so soothing and, and gorgeous. Indie developers, man, killing it. They're really they're crushing it these days. Hey Keith, is this a segue? I think this is, is a, this good a segue. segue. Hey this guys, a segue? this is New Player Has Joined, a podcast about the video games people love and why, why they, they love them. them. Very nice. And uh, here we are with before and after. And Keith, I've got an indie game for you today. What game are we talking about today? You Jesse? don't know what game we're talking about I yet, do you, Keith? But I bet I've seen it, but I don't. Know. I haven't played it. Apparently, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. what game are we talking? I about? I want to talk about Night in the Woods. 
Yeah. yeah. Okay, geez. Yeah. You played this. I played Night and in the Woods. And you liked it. I love Night you in the Woods. You love Night in the Woods. Uh, for you never talk about it. I never... Okay, so there's a lot going on with this game. And okay. part of it was that I was like, well, Keith's going to play it eventually. Uh, and you haven't yet. So I was like, well, fuck it. We're going to do an episode because now we have this podcast. Yeah. Uh, so Night in the Woods is a game that at its core is about a character who uh, drops out of college and moves back in with her parents in her small town and is just dealing with her moving back. Okay. Uh, it's a game that delves into uh, depression, uh, both mental and economic. I've seen you play this game. I'm now remembering. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You play as... Uh, as What's the word? Like humanized animals. You're like, a humanoid. Yeah, a humanoid animal. Humanoid so like, cat. Yeah. So the main character you play as uh, is May, and she is a cat. Um, but, you know, your best friend is a fox, right. and there's, like, a crocodile, and, and you know, all sorts of, of different uh, humanized animals. Right. And it's really a game that is about the shrinking of small-town America. Okay. Economic stall, economic depression. Okay. And how coming home is hard because your memories of the town change constantly. Because mm-hmm. the town can't survive the way you remember. That's Night in the Woods. That's 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 real. It's very real. That's some real shit. And it has, you know, deeper plot points, and it has all sorts of cool mechanics. But it, that's where the game starts. It has a low-key thing of going back home after school or not having a job or going back home is mm-hmm. kind of like you admitting defeat exactly. a little bit. And in the economic times that we're in now, it really shouldn't be looked down or frowned upon. No, it's it should pretty be like common. It's common at this point. Yeah, life's fucking hard right now for for a lot of people in the millennial generation and the generation coming up after it. Like Gen- generation uh, younger than us is like, man, if they got it bad, we got to change some shit. Yes, yeah, seriously, <laughs> like- and they're right. A lot of people are struggling, and this game is about coming back, and not just about coming back, but like, what about the people who didn't go off to college? Right. You dropped out of college. How do they see you? You know, you had a chance that they didn't. And in their minds, do they uh, dislike you for throwing that away? Do they think you're selfish? Do they think you're spoiled? Do they dislike that you left? Do they feel abandoned by you? Are they still your friends? Is there stuff that needs to be patched up? And in the same way that the Persona games are... Uh, explore you know, you know your interpersonal relationships with your friends in Night in the Woods. A lot of the time, it's about do I hang out with this friend? Do I hang out with this friend? And you get a different backstory for each one. And the game can go any number of ways, and you can get all sorts of experiences and meet all sorts of new people depending on what you choose to do that day. So it's a side scroller. So it's like a side scroller storytelling sort yeah, of game. Yeah, it's it's an action game. It's uh, action. It is action, but it's just it's much lower stakes action. You know, you're not going to die. Right. But you do have to, you know, jump But everybody in the game does want to, yeah. Yeah, everybody in the game is absolutely <laughs> like, time to get out of this shithole. We're playing Schenectady the video game. Yeah. Too real. Too real? <laughs> Calling out that upstate New York gem, Schenectady? Yikes. So this is a game that I remember watching you play, and I remember... I remember my, my, my visual of it is the art is beautiful. The art is gorgeous, The art is yeah. gorgeous. Mm-hmm. It's... Crazy because you're like jumping on top of buildings because yep. it's like real life, but mm-hmm. yet it has like an aspect of you're climbing things constantly. Yeah. To what was the what was a game where we'd play uh, wrestlers? What was that game? This kind of guacamelee. Like, guacamelee. It's kind of mm-hmm. like that. You kind of have to like jump to a bunch of different places yep. to find different. There's people. some jumping puzzles, some juzzles, as some we jazzles, call them. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's all about exploring this town, exploring your relationships, and it 
feels so real to coming home. And I should I should preface this. Um, for one semester of my life, yeah. I was a jazz performance major at the Hart School of Music. Bragging. Bragging. <laughs> Pretty big deal, guys. I dropped out of music school. <laughs> and when I dropped out, I had to go back home. And this is what it feels like, is to have all these people who kind of want to ask but kind of don't want to ask to be like, so what happened to you? You break down? You okay? Damn, yeah. really? That's what it feels like. God. Yeah, people kind of want to know, but they don't want to push, but they like the gossip. Are, the, are these adults? These are, this is everybody. That's fucked up. Everybody has their generation's idea of what it means to go to college, or what it means to not go to college, or what it means to be in debt, to not right. be in debt. And so, you know, there are adults in my hometown who would ask me about it, who would ask with the kind of like, mm, I didn't drop out of school. And it was like, right, but... It didn't cost the same amount. Right. Like it, it wasn't the same kind of like it's a whole thing. You weren't all holding instruments and competing with each other in a room. Yeah, <laughs> like. it was terrifying. <laughs> and so to play this game, it was like, oh, this is what I experienced. Right. And it felt real and a little bit cathartic. That's so interesting. I it was it didn't make you sad. You were just like, I'm going back to that feeling. Are you it reconnecting? Did, it made me sad, and then it made me think a lot about small town America and like middle America. And this it's is all also, kind of like it. It's all very much like it. And yeah. I played this right after Trump got elected. Oh, fun. You're right. <laughs> and so I was like, I think that's that's when I started to play it. And it was like, it was a moment where I, where I had to realize like, oh, right, this is a common American story. Yeah. The town that used to have, because it's about a coal mining town. Yeah, it's kind of that it, America has a vibe right now, which is like, we all kind of didn't work on anything. Yeah. And the years have gone... It's, we didn't it's, take it, care of ourselves. Yeah, it's turning 30, which is uh, we didn't go to the gym. We mm-hmm. didn't do any of these things. And then we're like, the American dream, right? And then we're like, wait, why are, are all of our roads fucked up? Yeah. And why is everybody unemployed? Yeah. Why is everybody working three jobs just to survive? Yeah. It's like, what the fuck? And that's what it feels like. That's hard. That's really... I remember playing this game and immediately being like, this seems like a lot. It is. Like, not in as in things to do in the game, just emotionally, like, yeah. fuck, everybody in this game is, like, a little bit sad, mm-hmm. not where they want to be in life. Go ahead. And there are all of these aspects of the game that are kind of, like, otherworldly. Yeah. And, like, fantasy-esque. There's a bunch of dream sequences. Yeah. Um, like, stuff like, did that happen? Did it not happen? And, the like, the ending to it is dark, really dark. Uh, but then also like kind of light at the very end. It's it mixes in a lot of emotions. Yeah, and one of the first things that happens is a kid goes missing that you knew from high school. Yeah, and he's just he's just gone. Uh-huh. He's just missing the whole game, and then you find like a severed arm somewhere. Jeez, and the cops are looking into it. Like there's dark shit like simmering underneath the surface of a small town, which is very common. Mm-hmm. The small town that I grew up in has a huge heroin problem. Sounds common. That's yeah. like a common thing. That's now, a yeah. common thing. And that was happening when I was in high school. And it was just like everybody would go, no, we're a good town. We're like a wealthy town. Anyways, let's hide all of our children who obviously have drug problems. Exactly. Not, let's not get them into rehab. Exactly. Let's not go talk about alcoholism. Let's and not go to church. Uh, yeah. yeah, and that's what the town felt like. It, and every time I go home, it feels a little bit more like that, that small suburban decline. And that's what this game captures, is that feeling of the inevitable collapse of, the, of that dream that we had because we didn't really 
talk about it. We didn't address the things that were happening. That's really interesting because a lot of movies can't do that. Like, yeah. The Wire is a great show that everybody watches, and it's like people are like, it's about Baltimore. And I'm like, at a certain point, it's not. It's no. about the characters. And yeah. It's like about everything about Baltimore. But essentially, what you're explaining is a thing that you can't really convey over a movie or a show. It's no. like something you have to keep seeing other people's perspectives. So you have to put yourself in it. Right, yeah. But also in movies, like, you can't spend hours talking to every single person, figuring out what their perspective is on that town or who they are or what have right. you. You have one perspective, and you just do that for the whole movie. So this is a game where you have to, like, really settle in to, yeah. like, see what it is and how everybody views it. That's really interesting. And you get to feel the choices, too, because where it starts, you have um, you have two friends. You've got B and you've got Greg. Right. And B is kind of cold to you, even though you were friends with her before you left. And Greg is always like, hey, you're back. I'm so happy to see you. Yeah. And you can hang with either of them. And a few other people and get all of their backstories and know much more about them. Right. And it changes a little bit how the game ends, but it changes wholly how you experience the world. Uh -huh. So, for example, I went with B to go see um, – I went to the mall. Right. The mall had like two stores still open. <laughs> and that's a very real thing for me. There yeah. was a mall where I grew up where like if I went back, it would just be completely abandoned. Right. And all there is is a fountain that for some reason still works. <laughs> and you go there and it's like a bookstore and a Hot Topic. Oh, my God. And they have the Hot Topic in the game. They don't call it the Hot Topic, but they have It's a clearly hot a Hot it's Topic. It's so clearly a Hot Topic. Right. And you get to hear B's story about like, hey, listen, I had to support my mom. You went off. You went to college. I didn't get that experience. You dropped out. I resent you for that because I wouldn't have dropped out. I would have toughed it out and I would have gotten out of this town. And now it feels like the one thing we had, you just gave up. And you have to deal with that with that interaction. And you can play the entire game and never listen to that. You can play the entire game and talk to characters like Greg and his boyfriend, Angus. By the way, uh, sexuality in this game, nobody ever points it out. It's very, uh, very gay friendly. Like, very clearly. I mean, yeah, it's just Greg and Angus are a gay couple and nobody makes a stink about it, and it's awesome. It's not discussed. It's, it's just not like, discussed. It's just normal. It's just, it's just, it's just normal. It's just normal. It's just and normal. It's so fucking and it's beautiful cool and great to see that in a video game. When nothing happens, it's beautiful. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> when everybody's just treated like they're normal, it's fucking sweet. <laughs> it was the best. Stuff like that happens in this game where it's like, it's very aware. It's just like, listen, times have changed. Sometimes for the better, sometimes for the worse. It's cool that nobody bothers this gay couple, that they're just a couple. That's what it should be. When, but it's harsh to see the the economic environment they when, live in. When this game ended, were you like, oh my god, that was awesome? Or were you like depressed after? Or what was it? I had to stop and think a lot about, um, about what America has become and is becoming. Yeah. And I had to think about my hometown and other towns. Because you needed to towns. think about that more after Trump got elected. Yeah, that's the thing where I was like... Well, yeah, after the election, because I'm a very liberal person, and I was like, how how does this disconnect happen? Mm -hmm. And, and you see it. <laughs> yeah, and then you're like, oh, right. right. There's, like, a ton of reasons why this shit happens. Because you go home and you see it. <laughs> yeah. And, like, my town is – I'm from Massachusetts. My town is a red drop in a blue bucket. Right. Uh, they voted for George W. Bush. They voted for Trump. Like, it's always it's always been a very conservative town. And to go back and to see that people are unwilling to face the I mean, people in my town live in McMansions and they live in debt. 
You know, it's one of those. It was yeah, like just fucking everybody live your dream. And it's yeah. like nobody can afford their dream. Let's yeah, all die exactly. and put everybody into debt. And everybody <laughs> kind of has uh everybody it, it just feels like everybody's keeping up the image rather than keeping up the life. Yeah, which is like hurry up and by the time you're 65, 70, people might not know. And that way you can be, you know, driving Lyft yeah. or Uber. <laughs> yeah, as we all are. Uh but this game explores that kind of that reality of we made some bad choices. There's a point in the game where you can talk to your parents and they will explain that we might lose the house because we made some bad choices when we tried to pay for your college education. God damn. And then that's on your character. This is so something I deal with a lot is probably guilt and anxiety. Yeah. Um, I'm very guilty. Not because I've done anything. It's just my brain is just like, fuck you, you're bad. Yeah, um, yeah. That hit and run really didn't help. It really didn't help. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I'm working through it on therapy. I think I'm pretty cool to get by it. Uh, no, but there's like this feeling with like anxiety and um, sadness, which is like at a certain point, because I feel for that mm-hmm. character and I feel for that those people who are like, like a person working on a hot topic being like, you know, I didn't get to go do that, so yeah. I'm like, I'm angry at you for doing that. Mm-hmm. And then part of me is like, fuck you? Yeah. Like, I don't, doesn't matter. Like, yeah. it's my life. I could have been depressed. Yeah, I it's been, not it, your choice. It doesn't matter. Like, cool. You're, you could have chosen your mom just dying or whatever, mm-hmm. and you moving on with life, and that was that. But instead, you're, like, going to detriment yourself to do this thing. Yeah. So there's lots of it. Because my anxiety would be like, if that happened to me in person— I would feel so guilty and so bad, right? Like that I actually did this. But as a third person, just looking at the scenario, yeah, I'm looking at that person like, tell that person to go fuck themselves. Yeah, it's like, not their place. It's not their place. So it's such a weird thing, and I totally get what you're saying. So it's yeah. like this weird thing of working out these emotions with this game. There's, there's, uh, there's also a lot of subtlety this to this game. That's bright and happy and wonderful, right? Your relationships that the, that you start to reform with your friends become very just just happy just enjoyable yeah um your relationship with greg who's always he's like hey do you want to go out behind this like knockoff 7-eleven that i work for and you take a baseball bat and i just throw huge uh fluorescent light bulbs and you try to smash them that's how we spend our day that's fun yeah that's fucking fun and that's what that relationship is there's also like you can jump on the roofs and find your old um high school science teacher and he's looking at constellations. Man. And he'll show you the constellation, you find it and he'll tell you all about it. That shit's cool. It's the best and he'll just talk to you and he'll just be like the one cool adult who's like, "Heard you dropped out. Are you okay?" Like Yeah. yeah. That's a great reaction to have. Yeah. Are you okay? Yeah. <laughs> and there's all sorts of like that stuff planted in. Your mom works at a church. You can go visit her at a church. Oh, this is too real. And you can go find like the one homeless guy. Who's hanging around the this town? This is your town. Is this your town? Is this like legit your town? My I've town, never been to your town. My town is. But my town has the, more money than this. Than but this, I, this is, yeah, I know this town. Yeah, like, everybody knows this town. Yeah. And if you don't, and if this isn't my town, little pieces of it are my town. Right. Which is why it feels so close to home. And you can do all of this, and the whole time there is a gorgeous soundtrack. That's great. The music to this game. It, it kind of shifts in and out of haunting and beautiful, and there's all sorts of just, you know, if it's raining, the music changes. Uh, if you're in a different part of town, the music changes. That's a big critique of yours, if you haven't noticed. Which yeah. Which is the music has to be fucking stellar. The music... Like, this is great. The music has to have its own uh, its own sense of identity. Yeah, but the music can't be shit. I right. guarantee you'd be like, I don't know. Yeah, the music's <laughs> garbage. I don't like, like the music. You don't care if the mechanics are great, but if you just hear something, a little, like, note that's off a little bit, you're like, ah, fuck this game. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> Guys, I was a I was a jazz performance major for one semester, so I know a lot about music. 
But yeah, it's it it creates an atmosphere that seems accurate. Yeah, it seems uh, it's it's similar to the way the town feels. It's just like it feels like a ghost town. It feels yeah. a little bit haunted, and it feels yeah. nostalgic for when things were easier. And that's how the entire soundtrack feels. I wish I had that. I wish I had like a small town to go back to. People like there's people I can go back home and I can like see. But there's none of that. Yeah. There's nothing like I remember when I was playing hockey, I'd go live in small towns, and that was such an experience because everybody knows the guy who's a chef at yeah. the restaurant. Like everybody knows each other, so it's such a different feeling than living in like a large town. Because us being in LA, it's just different. Yeah. Everything's changing constantly. New people. There's way too many people. You people can moving. Never, it's like you can never know a city like LA because it'll never let you. No. You have to know individual people at a time, and they're never a reflection of the city because no. the city is just this big glob of activity. <laughs> yeah. It's just so many things happen. People call it a city, and really it's just a bunch of neighborhoods smashed together, and yeah. you kind of drive through. And as a result, you don't get to know any single neighborhood. Which is so fascinating about this and so cool about this because it sucks. It sucks right now because I try not to be political, but sucks right now because this is the difference. Because you and I see like our towns now as this is like mm-hmm. kind of shitty now. Like the economy's kind of falling, falling apart. Nobody's being taken care and of. And they see you as being like fuck your town. Yeah. Or like fuck your simple like town or your fucking simple needs or whatever. And you're like, I'm not saying that. It's yeah. just can we work on making things better? Yeah. Can we work? Hey. A lot of these kids have drug problems. Yeah. Can we not throw them in jail and actually just help them with yeah, their can drug? Can we talk to them? Can we talk? What can we do? What is there to do? Like, fix the problem. But there's a lot of our parents and our parents, like, their generation mostly is just like, eh, you're a dick for not continuing to pay that college 40 yeah, grand it, a year it to wasn't, go there. <laughs> it wasn't hard when I went through it, so it must not be hard that you're going through which it. Which like, it's a, it's a, that's, that's false. Which, it's, a, it's a false equivalency. Which is shitty because I feel like that's a whole generational thing now, which is our generation, which is like, hey, therapy's helping us. And then yeah. they're like, fuck therapy. Yeah, it's and like, you're like, that's okay. why you're angry. That's why you're angry. This yeah. game, I remember you playing it because I remember you bring it up. You mm-hmm. being like, this is great. This is great. And then you showed me, you're like, this is the game. Yeah. And then I remember being like, this looks really cool, and this is really emotional. Can you turn it off? Because yeah. I'm like getting really sad. Because <laughs> I'm like, I'm depressed right now. <laughs> it's a lot. It can make you depressed. And it's not... Uh, sometimes I, I attach to things that are difficult to watch that are not happy because I'm like, well, life's not happy. Right. It's not I happy all the time. Yeah, I, I don't need to see a fairy tale because that's an accurate representation. Don't, don't lie to me. I think part of the reasons our uh, part of the reason our generation has such an attachment to shows like Breaking Bad and Game of Thrones yeah. is because shit goes sideways so hard. And it's real. Yeah, and it feels more realistic. Even though there are dragons and ice, like, demons, Yeah, it's like, it feels more realistic just because it's not about happy endings. No. It's about the shit that makes everything messy. Yeah, mo- every single story ends with a death. Yeah. Like, can we talk about, it's like, this is what normalcy is, so if everything's just happy and go lucky, it's like, no, then the real problems, the real issues don't get addressed. Yeah. If we keep saying the bridge is great for 40 fucking years, guess what? The, the bridge has been deteriorating. Yeah, we need to fix the bridge. Time. We need to work on it. It's all that's going on. It's, it's, I think this is, from what you were saying, I can't wait to dive into it more, because I'm going to get this now and see what it's all about, but this is something that's right up my alley. as yeah, something dude. emotionally attached to it. It's huge, and it's like... It's a game that I hope catches on a little bit harder. I hope people get into it. Um, and I hope people take some big messages from it. Because I think it's easy to live in a bubble these days. Yeah. I know it's easy to live in a bubble these days. And this is a game that says, hey, don't forget that everything affects everyone. Yeah. 
Bubbles don't really exist except in your imagination. Right. It's, and that's where they're the most dangerous. And it's the same thing talking about this game, which is like I'm putting my projection of how I feel onto you, and mm-hmm. it's really like just don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> it's like leave that person alone. We all have a bag of rocks that we're carrying with us at all times. It's like let's just get better. And uh, on top of all that, the game's fun. Fun game. Because you know what? You get to play mini games throughout the whole thing. You get to smash fluorescent light bulbs. That's the coolest you, thing. I, you get to do a version of Guitar Hero in do the you? game. Because <laughs> they're like, hey, you, you used to be our bassist. Can you play bass in the song? And then they just throw it at you. That's you just awesome. got to try. You get to, you get to play a uh, knife fight with your friend Greg if you want. And it's who can stab the other person's hand. You know what? Persona is a game you and I are playing right now, and we like it a lot. But mm-hmm. the best part is just hanging out and doing yeah. things with your classmates. Well, when I'm playing Persona 5, I'm thinking... This is the happier version and the more mainstream version of Night in the Woods. Yeah. Because Night in the Woods is all just like, who do I want to make that connection with? And it doesn't make you better like it does in Persona at, at, at like fighting or anything. It just shows you who you are. Yeah. There's a point in Night in the Woods where there's like a festival that you have to take part in on, uh, on or around Halloween. And you have to put on a pageant. And shit goes wrong and people are missing. And your friend is like... I need someone to do this role, and I don't know what I'm going to do. Right. And I was like, I don't want to do this. This mm-hmm. sounds like a boring use of my time in this game. But I feel an emotional connection to this character. So you're like, yeah, so I don't want to let her down. Yeah. And so I just did the role and the thing, and it was like five minutes, and I was done. I was like, well, that was stupid, and I hated it. And she was like, hey, I just wanted to say that last night when you helped me out, that meant the world to me. Aww. And I was like, well, that makes this whole thing so much worth it. <laughs> like, that's that's what the game does the best is it just, it makes you your character and it makes you feel that connection to the other players. I'm glad it, it's a very real game because mm-hmm. it totally sounds like it's a murder mystery game. A little bit. Night in the Woods. I'm just going to say there are at least... Four deaths I can think of in this game. Oh, baby. Oh, baby. Have to check this game out. Some of them you see, some of them you don't. Maybe you see none of them, maybe you see all of them. I'm not going to tell you. He's not going to tell us. Guys, I'm the second gonna half you. is going to be way funnier. <laughs> <laughs> or just sadder. <laughs> it's just even sadder. All your quizzes are just going to be like, hey, man, what's going on? <laughs> are we good? Are, are we good? good? Are, we are good? you mad are at me? Good? Are we good? I got guilt problems. Ah, uh, this is great. I can't wait to talk about the second half. Let's go. Let's go. Jesse's been on the other side of the coin. Been on the other side. I've been I've been tormenting you for a little bit, <laughs> and now you have an opportunity to torment me. I okay. So are we jumping in? Are we back? I mean, we're back. Keith. Okay, we're, we're back. back. And now you have explored night in the woods. Here, so I know before we left off, I said the second half will be funnier. And man, guys, was I wrong. <laughs> this this half is going to be just as sad as the first half. Oh, the first half wasn't sad. It was just real. And the real world is sad. So, this, so yeah, it was sad. So this game that I discovered is basically real life the game, yep. but they're not allowed to make real life the game because it'd be way too sad. That's right. So they're like... I don't know, you're a cat. And then, like, <laughs> you'll still be humans and wear human clothes yep. and do human things. But this game isn't necessarily so much a 
game. Right. It's so much of a, it's more of a story that is unfolding as you play it's it. It's a real correct? life simulator. It is. It's, it asks the question, what if a cat had it's, bills It's to Garden State the game. <laughs> oh, that's so bad. <laughs> is, it, is that any accuracy to it at all? There is, except that I would say in Garden State, the problems are largely imagined and made up. Yes. And then in this game, the they're problems are very real. Yes. I wouldn't even say psychological. Because they're like, psychological in this kind. Yeah. I, I, <sighs> Garden State is a movie that I watched a lot when yeah. I was, you know, like 16. I was like, this is it deep. A, it was a good movie at and, the time. And then when I was 23, I watched it again. I was like, oh, oh no. no. I you know, hate high schoolers, I call, even though they're not high schoolers. I call it the Fight Club dilemma. Yeah. Well, Fight Club's still good. No, it's, can you not do it anymore? No, Fight Club's good. It's just that the the, the thing that a lot of uh, kids latch on to is like, yeah, we should start a fight club. And it's like, no, it was a critique of toxic masculinity. You completely missed the point of the movie. Yeah, so this game deals a lot with uh, social issues. It really does. It really does. It's 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 less, because really, it's, because I don't want to give too much away about the game. Do I give too much away by saying it's hot fuzz? Is that giving away too much? <laughs> Is that giving too much away? We can talk, we have to talk about the ending. Okay. Guys, if you're listening to this and you don't want any more spoilers, cut out now, go play the game and come back. But honestly, honestly you all, we always you're spoil listening. the game. We would just, ah. You wouldn't listen to a podcast about The Sixth Sense and be like, I hope nobody tells me the twist. You know it's going to be the in there. The twist is Bruce Willis's career doesn't end up that great towards the end of it. Yeah, the, the twist is that Bruce Willis plays the same character in every <laughs> single movie past the year 2008. So this game, um, I went towards it thinking like it's going to be more about a town, mm-hmm. and it's less about a town and more about relationships. Uh, yeah, a little bit. Like the town is the thing. Mm-hmm. Like it's the it's the town is this like living life form that like moves with it. It's like affects everything constantly at yeah. all times. But like the town almost isn't the point, right? Because how the game ends is a very quirky way of ending <laughs> a game, right? Let's talk about this. Okay, so right let's talk bat. about it. The the twist at the end of the game is that the kid who disappeared, uh, your friend Casey who disappeared, and then like the arm that's found and all this stuff, what's going on is the town is an economic stall, and the adults of the town are freaking out about it, and basically a cult has popped up that steals these kids and people from the town that they deem as being undesirables and sacrifices them in this in this old coal mine that's now shut down. They kill kids. They kill kids, yeah. To try to, as like this ritual to try to get the economy going again. Again, way cuter if they're cats or whatever. Way, way cuter. cuter. Feline murder is adorable. adorable. And they oh wear human god, clothes. Guys. Oh my god. It's so cute because they're like, their claws come out, but it's like, <laughs> you're still gonna die. <laughs> but they're sacrificing kids in a mine. And then those people get killed yeah. by a mine by a mine collapse. That's how it ends. And then you kind of just go, should we forget that? Yeah, we should live our lives. So what do you how does the game end, Jesse? You play a song. <laughs> you play bass in a song. So the whole game is like you <laughs> in this band and they're like, "Here, play bass." And you're like, "I don't know how to play bass." Yeah. And they're like, Shut up and play bass, anyways. Yeah, and then they expect you to be good at bass. But or it's whatever. fun to play. It's it. fun to play. And then the game ends with like, oh man, we found out this cult's killing all these people. Mm-hmm. Now they're all dead. Yeah. Now what? Let's go to band practice. Yeah, and that's how the game ends. The game ends with, oh holy shit, life is terrifying. We're partly responsible for the deaths of like eight horrible men who killed people in the past. 
What should we do? Oh, you just have to keep living your life. Can we talk about how depression is so big right now? It's having a moment. It's having a moment. Guys, depression, depression is, in. is in. Anxiety, sashay away. Depression, mm-hmm. dig in deep, guys, because uh, I don't know if you noticed, but every single comedy show that's on television right now is depressing. Yeah. It's very depressing. <laughs> yeah. HBO should just be called the Paxil Network. Uh, every, is that anxiety? I, mean, I, mean, I forget. How many shows is a comedian where he's like, I'm sad and I live my real life and I'm a comic and we give that person six seasons? Yep. Uh, it's in right now. And I think it's... Not a bad thing. No. It's we're realizing that in the 80s and 90s it was all about masculinity, and now we're like, ooh, we're all really sad. Can we talk about it? It was also not just masculinity. It was also the blanket, uh, everything's bright and happy. Like right. BoJack Horseman works because they're making fun of Bob Saget's character from Full House. Right. That kind of like... Bright colors, laugh track, we're holding together, we're a family, nothing's bad behind the scenes. And I think there's a rebellion against that from our generation that grew up with it and went, but we're all sad and hurting, why aren't we allowed to talk about it? And so the pendulum has swung back to a place where now the focus of media is those feelings of internal angst and suffering, and there's no middle ground where you're like, you know, life is good, it's also bad, right. we can exist on both. Right. There's a lot in this game as well about uh, social, like, it's not the point of it, it's just touched on, mm-hmm. and it's not really discussed, about, like, the main character being a pansexual. Yes. About, uh, there's a gay couple, but yes. it's not really, like, a point, at, like, to talk about yep. it, really. So it's, like, these things that are real life, yeah. which you don't see in a lot of video games. Yeah, it's awesome. Ever. So it's just kind of, like, that's what normal life is, that's what real life is. Yeah. They're just saying, hey... This is part of reality. Don't make it a thing. It's just life. And for some reason, if we made them humans, this people would freak the yeah, fuck yeah. out. If, <laughs> if, if Night in the Woods was uh, based around human characters, yeah. then like the Christian right would have already buried them in hate mail. Yeah, this game has beautiful music. It yep. has a beautiful tone. Yes. It has an amazing story. Mm-hmm. It looks great. Mm-hmm. It talks and touches on things that a lot of games don't touch on yeah. and it's really what makes great indie games because I don't think anyone would ever make this game if it wasn't an indie <laughs> game. No, they wouldn't. It's a very hard pitch and not a bad pitch. It's just a hard pitch. Yeah, unless The Cure suddenly found themselves making video games, I don't think this game gets made with a lot of money behind it. It doesn't. And that's what's shocking. That's going to be later on in the game. We'll have trivia about it. <laughs> um, but this game, I think, is fantastic. I'm glad it, you Reviews are through the roof. Yeah. People love this game. Yeah. Uh, and I think it does, everything does well with indie games. I think what we're noticing in the indie games now is it's not necessarily gameplay. No. Right? Because gameplay is really hard to do with something like a side scroller or something like yeah. that. Like, I think you, what was the wrestling game we played? Like, that's like the closest you can get Guacamelee? to. Guacamelee? I, I keep forgetting the fucking name of that game. Guacamelee, Guacamelee is a fantastic indie game, by the way, if anybody's looking for a fun uh, two-person platformer or a one-person platformer. Right, but like as a gameplay, it's like there's only so many things you can do. Mm-hmm. Like, there's only so many side scrolls you just shoot a gun a yeah. bunch, where it's like the same repetitive thing, so there's only so many things you can do. So it's beautiful when people can figure out a way to get around that repetitive yeah. motion in a gameplay to just show you something else, like Fez, yeah. like Night in the woods like uh, I don't know what I uh, god what's the game everybody's fucking playing right? Celeste Celeste yes. Celeste is wonderful Shovel Knight all these games They're I think great. it's fantastic music has to be on that's like the number the one biggest thing. thing it's like the biggest thing is the music I don't know there were so many moments in playing Night in the Woods where I had to stop and just let the atmosphere kind of wash over me yes. like it was a big deal to just experience 
the town, the music, the sights, the sounds. There's uh did you encounter at any point in your in your dissection of this game, Keith, the uh, the three goth teens? No, what I forget the names. There's just there's just three teenagers. They're I think it's three, and they're they're just hanging out behind the church, like on this cliffside overlooking a quarry, and they're just dressed up like goth teens, <laughs> and they have no emotion. They just sit there and they tell you like you're going to find three pentagrams, right? And you can find three pentagrams yeah. throughout the game in weird, mysterious places. There's just a lot Classic of cool... goth kids. It's it's yeah, they're fucking goth kids in this game. That's how accurate this game is to real life. <laughs> Every town has three Every goth small kids town, yeah. Who are the only people that keep hot topic hang, in business. Yeah, hang out in front of the mall, yeah. Yep. Just drinking coffee. Smoking cigarettes. South Park nailed it. They did. They really fucking did. But that's like that's part of the game. There's a lot of stuff in it that feels too close to home. So sad. The uh, the couple that's always hanging outside the bar. Do you know who I'm talking about? Yes. Yeah. I I the thing about this game is shitty, which is like what real life is, which is <laughs> you do a thing and everybody judges you for that thing that you did. Yeah. So everybody's constantly judging you for your actions when you don't want to be judged. You just like want to. There's live no life. moving on. Yeah. And that's that's kind of uh, yeah a thing in life where people are like leave the past behind you. And it's like you can, but the rest of the world doesn't. No, people forgive, but they don't forget. No, this whole game is just literally it's literally like Garden Space or Gar yeah Garden Gar- State Garden Space where it's like everybody remembers that shitty thing you did exactly. And there in your main the character you play as, uh, she had a mental breakdown. Yeah, she attacked a person. Right, and that's all she is to the whole town. Even when she's doing very nice, great things, there's that thing in the back of everyone's head and it often gets vocalized. Hey, didn't you have that fucking freak out when you were like 16? <laughs> That's how the world works. That is how the world works. Nobody forgets. I don't ever want to go back to my hometown. It's terrible. Yeah. I don't either. <laughs> and I have to go back to my hometown. Ugh, and sorry. I feel out of place every time every I do. Every time I go, I'm like, I'm not going to find anybody I know. And literally every single day, it's like I run into 10 people that I grew up with. And I'm like, oh, why? I have I have one friend back home that I still see regularly when I go home. Right. She doesn't live in the same town. <laughs> right. I drive 40 <laughs> minutes to go see her. She lives in a better town. <laughs> Can we plug her uh, goat cheese? Hey, guys. If you're uh, North Shore, Massachusetts, check out uh, Dancing Goat Dairy. Oh, my God. I've had some, and I'm not even the biggest goat cheese Seriously. fan. It is the best goat my, cheese. My friend, amazing. My friend Erin makes, she has her own creamery and her own goat cheese uh, business, and she raises the goats, and she makes it all herself, and it's fucking amazing. Shout out. So good. So I don't know, guys. If, anybody's, uh, if anybody lives near Newburyport, Massachusetts, Dancing Goat Dairy, holy hell, that shit is Get fucking in on great. It. All right, Jess, you want to jump in on our first game? How well do you know your favorite video game? I mean, let's try it. Let's try Ooh, it. How well, be hard. How well do you know your favorite video game? Night Jesse in the Woods Neal, Edition. Night in the Woods Edition. Let's hit it. Let's hit it. Question one, mm-hmm. what is the name of the town Night in the Woods takes place? Possum Springs. Nice. Question two, Night in the Woods was crowdfunded on Kickstarter. What was the amount they asked for? 40000 No, 50000 I was close. Uh, second one, how much did they actually make? 400,000. 200,000. Oh, I was further. They're further away. <laughs> uh, it is revealed in the game that May suffers from what? Oh, um, oh, fuck. Borderline personality disorder. Dissociative disorder. Dissociative disorder. Question four. What three countries are closest to Finland? Oh, uh, Russia. Okay. Sweden. Yep. This one might be hard. Uh, I believe in you. Estonia. God! 
God, yes! Yeah! Yeah! yeah. <laughs> Holy nice. shit! That was awesome! That was, oh, I fucking... <laughs> political <laughs> science major, baby. I took international relations yes. plenty. I was like, he'll get these two. The third one, I was like, this might be too much, but I believe in him. <laughs> okay, uh, question five. That was fantastic. Oh. Question five. What kind of hat is Angus wearing? Oh, he's wearing a bowler hat. He's wearing a fedora. He's wearing a fedora? He's fedora? wearing a fedora. Oh, fuck. Question six. Which famous Hollywood actor is dead? All the good ones. And most of the bad ones. I'm going to say Harrison Ford, but we don't yet know it. That's right, man. <laughs> yeah, that guy's fucking dead. What did you have written down? I just, I wrote down nothing. Whoever you said, I was going to be like, fuck yeah, guy. That dude's dead. <laughs> uh, question seven. How did B and May meet? Oh, uh... They were on the same softball team? Girl Scouts. Girl They've been Scouts. best friends ever Damn since. It. Question eight. What's the first element on the periodic table? Uh, hydrogen. Nice. Fuck you, Jesse. Yeah, dude. Jesse I'm is... not getting the I'm not getting the, the game questions right, but I'm getting the <laughs> Jesse general knowledge went to ones. school. Uh, <laughs> question nine. Who would you rather have dinner with? Tom Brady, Big Poppy, you five years from now. Oh, man. Definitely me five years from now. Because I could, I could, like... Anything I, because first of all, the first thing me from five years from now would say is like, man, wasn't Tom Brady boring when you had dinner with him? Wasn't it weird that Big Poppy didn't pick up the check? Like, I could glean so much information for myself in five years. Uh, Follow up question Did you fuck? (laughs) Tom Brady, you better believe it. You better believe it, baby. Question 10 What is May's calling? Oh, um, oh, fuck. Fuck, fuck, fuck. Shit. Fuck. Damn it. No. Um, hold on. She wants to be, um, she wants to be a, a, a counselor, like a, like a social services counselor. No, what? Demolition. What? They, they, everybody is her calling to be in demolition. She oh, should that's... be knocking shit down. <laughs> Question 11. What is the name of Mr. Ch- Chazikov's son? <laughs> what? Uh, Mr. Chazikov? Chazikov? Which one is Mr. Chazikov? The, dude, the astronomer. 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 Yeah. Chad. Yeah. Close. Colin. And according to Selmers, he is hot as hell. (laughs) Uh, Good old Selmers. Question 12. Biodome is a 1996 American comedy film directed by Jason Bloom. Mm -hmm. Biodome was produced by Motion Picture Corporation of America on a budget of $15 million and distributed theoretically or theatrically and theoretically by Metro Golden Mayer. The film stars Stephen Baldwin, Polly Shore, and cameo appearances for celebrities by such as Roger Clinton, Kylie M- Minogue, Patricia Hearst, Rose McGowan, Jack Black, Kyle Gass, Tenacious C's <laughs> first time on screen. This ga- this film grossed $13 million in the box oh, office. Biodome received negative reviews. Jesse, yeah. how many writers did it take to make this movie? No. Oh, God. It took writers? <laughs> How many? They didn't just throw rocks at a typewriter for 17 hours until the script was out. How many writers did it take to make Biodome? How many would make me angry? <laughs> more than one. Yeah, more than none makes me angry. I take a guess. Like I said, somebody literally pissed on a 1994 Mac, and then this came out. Six. Close five. <laughs> What a terrible garbage film. Five, Jesse, this has been Halloween your favorite video game. It's the Weasel. (laughs) Oh, my God. You knew the game. You knew the game. By the way, guys, if anybody wants to pick up Biodome, feel free to to stop by any Walgreens in their, like, straight-to-DVD pack. It's probably right next to 
every copy of Van Helsing that still hasn't sold. The, the film has themes of environmentalism combined nope. with drug use, nope. sexual innuendos, and toilet humor. Sexual innuendo isn't a theme. It's a crutch for terrible writers. I don't know if you guys noticed, but this means they actually lost $2 million on this film. Yeah, Bye good, good. It's less depressing than this game. Um, <laughs> I don't care how any of that went because I got the third question That was correct. fantastic. All the very impressive questions you got correct. <laughs> uh, Jesse, this game is sad and it's, sad it's, listen, and sad. It's pretty people sad. always talk about sad sadness game. on its own, but sadness is an acceptable part of life Okay, and the flip side to happiness, okay. and you can't experience one without the other. Yeah, And I think this game has uh, does a great job of showing you sadness and then yes. showing you the accompanying happiness that goes along with it. Is there happiness? There is. Okay. And it's it. in it's in the conversations and shared moments one on one with the people so there's in your moments life. of happiness. Yeah. It's not so, like it ends happy. That's what I was gonna say. It doesn't end happy, it just ends kind of it like It ends like uh-huh. holy shit. Yeah. Uh, but there are moments with your friends where you can do all sorts of things that are super happy. There's a moment when you're in the mall. And you can run out and, like, find out where the mall PA system is. Right. And just start announcing that, like, you are God to yeah. this mall. <laughs> and just having fun with the with the PA system and making your friend laugh. That's fantastic. That's great. That's great. And that only happens because you're in this sad, sad mall yeah. where nobody lives anymore and where there's nothing but, like, you know, an empty bookstore and an arcade that is, like, completely broken down. When would you play this game? When you have, like, a couple, when it's, like, a story, you have to really engulf yourself in it? When it's raining outside, you got yeah. a good rain day. A good rain day good game. Good rain day game. Just, just uh, I think if if you're going through some shit. Yeah, man. I would, I would use this game to process some shit. Let's do that. Yeah, always. I like it. This is a good game. <laughs> do you want to jump into the next one? If you've got it for me, let's do oh, it. Oh, man. So... Usually for these before and afters, uh, we've been sticking to music. If you haven't noticed, our uh, side games are music. Do you notice that? Yeah, we had the ska one. Doing common, and then we I did rock Biscuit. bands, and then you did Limp Biscuit. So I'm breaking yeah. that pattern. I'm okay. breaking it. I'm breaking it. With, I didn't even notice we were doing. I'm it. breaking it with favorite reggae bands. No, uh, I'm breaking. <laughs> <laughs> I can name half of one. Uh, I went through a couple games, and since we've been talking about sad stuff, that's been been talking about depressing things. I came with a game called. What's more depressing? (laughs) Where I ask you two things, and you have to tell me why the other thing is more depressing than the other option. Got it? Holy hell. Having fun, listeners? Having fun? (laughs) Sadness? But we're going to make you laugh. Okay, what's more depressing? Okay. Aries and Final Fantasy VII dying. Okay. Spoiler! Okay. (laughs) Or Titus and Yuna never seeing each other again in 10. How fucking dare you? How dare you bring that up? <laughs> How dare you bring that never up? Never seeing each other again. Not X2. They're never going to see each other again. If you get 100% completion in X2, there's a scene where they see no, each other. No, but that doesn't exist. It doesn't count. X2 doesn't count ever. X2 is non-canonical as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> the second one's more depressing okay. because X2 has to exist. <laughs> the fact that Final Fantasy X2 exists is more depressing than the fact... That Titus and Yuna don't get to see each other, and that Ares dies in seven. The fact that X2 exists is more depressing than knowing that every dog dies. The 
fact that X2 exists is more depressing than knowing that eventually the universe dies an eventual heat death this, this and is, everything this, you've ever this, known this, ceases to exist. This, X2 this, can suck it hard. It's the worst game I've ever played. This is our first question. Okay, it's going to be hard to top my reaction to that. I realize this now. Uh, I should have chosen it as my first one. Okay, uh, second, second one. Okay. <sighs> okay. Tony Hawk Pro Skater. Sure. No longer being good. Mm-hmm. Or using Yoshi as a sacrificial lamb in Mario. Tony Hawk, moving on. <laughs> really? <laughs> <Not hard. laughs> uh, I just wanted to make that so that the rest of the answers are really mundane and boring. <laughs> so that this game was just you asking me about X2 and then me screaming about <laughs> how bad it is for the next <laughs> 10 minutes. Uh... Tony Hawk no longer being good or using, I mean, the fact that you like kill you kill Yoshi, a yeah. beloved character, yeah. every time you like use him as sacrificial lamp, or the fact that Tony Hawk was this, was this amazing franchise that just kind of sucks now. Yoshi, easily Yoshi's more depressing. Tony Hawk, it's not that Tony Hawk being bad is depressing. It's that the the fact that there was one Tony Hawk game that was amazing is insane. And the fact they made multiple good yeah. ones. Can you, be, like, I can't believe that game was any good. <laughs> it and was I fantastic. Loved that game. That game was great. It was amazing. So, yeah, I mean, you're, you're talking about what's sadder. Skateboarders' days are like, ooh, the glory days of the 90s are gone versus you kill something you love. <laughs> Heads up, guys. You kill something you love. That's sadder. Uh, third one. Joel's daughter dying in The Last of Us. Yep. Spoiler, it happens at the beginning. beginning of the, it's the it's the like inciting incident. It starts. Or knowing that every game that comes out from now on is going to have DLCs and loot boxes. So knowing that every single game from now on is going to be incomplete and then you have to buy more. <laughs> so what's more depressing? A daughter dying. <laughs> Or knowing every video game from now on is going to be really like 160 bucks. Uh, I mean, my brain says daughter and my wallet says games. <laughs> this is a hard one. Do you listen to your brain or do you listen to your wallet? Your wallet, by the way, is just an extension of a portion of your brain. So that's depressing in and of itself. Um, there's nothing in my wallet right now. That's sad. Uh, I don't have a daughter. <laughs> That doesn't bum me out, actually. <laughs> I don't want kids right now. <laughs> I'm gonna say um, these are two reactions. When okay. I saw when I saw uh, it's Sarah, right? Yeah. When I saw Sarah die at the beginning of The Last of Us, I literally went, Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. And then when I realized how many uh, like microtransactions and shit were gonna be in games and DLCs, I went, oh, Jesus Christ. So <laughs> they're different versions. Of, uh, of of anger and depression. And I'm going to say that Joel gets a surrogate daughter back so the <laughs> DLCs are sadder. Because I'll never get a surrogate non-DLC. Okay, fourth one. Okay. PT never actually happening. Right. Or waiting in line all night for a new console to come out yeah. and they all sold out. Oh, well, this is easy. I... Hate horror games because I'm a scared little whiny but wimp. But you would have bought Pete. You would have bought. No, I wouldn't. Yes, have. you. You would have bought Silent Hill with Norman Reedus. You I totally would. I would have told you that I did. And every you, time you talked to me, I would have gone. I know it's so scary. Loved that game. I loved portions of it. <laughs> I loved talking about it. It's like climbing a mountain. Wait, you're, I'm only doing it so I can take a picture and go, I did that. But if people were like, would you do it again? I'd be like, why the fuck would I do that? That game should have happened. That, that game, game should have happened. happened. PT would have been amazing. But 
I don't care. <laughs> I would have waited many nights in the snow for PT to come back. I don't even remember what the second second option was because I, it was so instantly. I was like, oh, I don't give a fuck about oh, PT. Oh, just waiting in line, like in the 2000 PlayStation 2 that's comes out. That's so sad because that's expectations. <laughs> that just gets taken that's away. That's expectations being dashed yep. against the rocks. But that's also PT. When you play something, they're like, oh, by the way, a company fucked over Kojima. Now that's not happening anymore. If you told me that the, the remake of Final Fantasy VII wasn't coming out, that, You'd be bummed? That, that would be bummed. Okay. That, okay. Would, that would maybe be more depressing. Okay. Okay. Next one. Sega? Mm-hmm. Discontinuing, discontinuing their consoles. Yep. Or Xbox soon discontinuing their consoles. <laughs> <laughs> oh. What's Sega's sadder? sadder. Sadder. Sega is sadder. Sega sadder. Everybody Sega's, buy it. <laughs> Sega sadder is what that console should have been named. <laughs> Sega Saturn is Sega sadder. <laughs> That's on the nose. Moving on. Yeah. Uh, okay, next one. Having to actually figure out what's going on in Metal Gear Solid <laughs> or knowing the fact you no longer need to. <laughs> Can I tell you something? What? I played the entirety of Metal Gear 4. Uh-huh. Don't know anything that's going on, do you? I know. I, I couldn't tell you. I remember that there's an egg thing, <laughs> and then you see Shadow Moses again. What? All I care about is that you I, see Shadow Moses again. That game again. was so confusing just by the first one and the fact that there were like six more after. <laughs> every single chapter in every Metal Gear game should be titled, I don't know. <laughs> like, it should be Hideo Kojima shrugging and his entire team just holding their faces like Macaulay Culkin and <laughs> Home Alone. Like, how did we get here? Why are there mooing tanks? So what's more depressing, the fact that it's hard to figure out what's going on or the fact that you no longer need to figure it out? The fact that you don't need to. Oh, that's right. It's, it's so, so sad. sad. It's so, <laughs> so sad. sad. And I, Metal Gear Solid, like the first Metal Gear for PlayStation, was unbelievably good. Okay, so here we go. Next one. Oh, man. This one's fucking depressing. <laughs> Not as depressing as Final Fantasy X 2, but lay it on me. Knowing you'll never connect to a game like Final Fantasy VII ever again. Oh, fuck. <laughs> or no, or knowing you've waited two decades for a remake oh, no. <laughs> that you know deep down in your heart it's not gonna be good. that they're going to fuck up <laughs> that game. It. What's more depressing? Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I thought you'd like this game. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> you just asked me what's sadder. <laughs> knowing that your first dog is dead... Or that the or that the failed clone attempt of your dog happens. You just Futurama Jurassic barked me. Oh, so good. Oh my god. So good. It's not even that I won't connect with other video games like I connect with Final Fantasy Seven. They're like I'll never connect with a person the way I connected with that game. There are entire avenues of my emotional existence that are cut off to everything in the world that aren't Final Fantasy 7 or 10. Oh, that's so funny. Uh, it's got to be that. That'll never connect with the game like that. Oh, game. my God. It's so sad. Oh, it's sad, right? It sucks. I'm getting older. Things are hard. This game sucks, dude. <laughs> There's only one more, guys, and I swear to God, it's super sad. Um, oh, no. What's more depressing? Not playing Ocarina of Time when everyone else was playing it. Fuck you. Or getting a Sega Saturn for Christmas. <laughs> you ready for what I wrote down? Same thing. 
Oh, man, I could have had an N64 and a PlayStation. I could have had an N64 and a PlayStation, and instead I chose a Sega Saturn. Oh, oh my man. God! That was great. Fuck. And the nightmare cast right after that came out. Uh, Jesse, Keith. this has been. Uh, what's more depressing? Apparently, my childhood. <laughs> Apparently, the answer is everything that's happened in my life is more depressing. So we gotta watch. Every time we bring a depressing game on, we gotta watch it. We gotta watch the avenue we go down. You we really do. We, really do. <laughs> we got dark. Do you get, man, this is our second episode that's featured a lot of talk about dogs dying. No, it, what? Oh, yeah. Persona, Persona 3. Persona 3, man. Okay, yeah, so hope this episode wasn't too depressing. It wasn't I sad. had a lot of fun. I actually really love that game. Oh, I'm, I'm glad you um, liked it. I'm glad that I'm always happy whenever somebody gives me an outlet to scream about <laughs> Final Fantasy X2, a game that I completed fully. I beat Final Fantasy X2. We have we have a uh, we have a whole episode, a whole show a whole new format called love and hate it but we have to have one where it's just like hate it right just hate it just hate this game uh, we should we should have a format called um, beat a game to death into the cement <laughs> and did we'll... you you beat all of X two yes okay uh, do I have to play it to do that episode with you or do I have to just watch it. I think I have to play it to really If you don't want to play Final Fantasy X2, but you want to recreate the sensation, recreate the sensation, just uh, you know that scene in Die Hard when Bruce Willis steps over all the glass with his bare feet. Just do that instead. Do that to your soul. Oh, okay, yeah. That's what it feels like. Oh, okay. Just have somebody punch you in the neck for th- for like thirty hours straight and tell you you should like this, and then you pay them fifty dollars. Are they speaking uh, German gibberish? <laughs> Sure. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So it is like Die Hard. Okay. Well, yeah. And Alan Rickman is one of the people. That's fantastic. Well, Jesse... oh, Alan Rickman. He's the he's the Hollywood celebrity who's dead. Oh yeah, the dude's fucking dead. He's that's, oh, that, I love that. Oh, but dude. he was so good. He's good. Oh damn it! Now I'm really sad. Yeah. Now I got you. Oh, guys. Guys. Great episode, right? Oh man, so much fun. I had fun. I had fun. Sometimes it's good to feel sadness. It is. Got to get those feelings out, guys. Got to be real with yourself. And sometimes it's good to feel rage. So play Final Fantasy X2, the worst game ever made. <laughs> Can't wait for that episode. Guys, Jesse. Keith. New player has joined. New player has joined. That's a word. That's our show. That's what this has been. All right. Goodbye. <laughs>